The liberals are destroying California and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist California today. So stay tuned. We're going to take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. But stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly I'm Alexander Edward. And I'm Tony Boswell. And we are Minion Death Cult. The world is ending. Uh, homeless moms are responsible. We're documenting it. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's your Patreon episode for this week. Hey, we got it done within the week. It's technically it's technically still the same week. Congratulations yeah. to us, I think. I think we deserve a, a pat on the back. Yeah. Every week that you guys are waiting is another week that capitalism is won. I'm going to keep reminding you of that. The reason this is happening is because poor Alex is insanely overworked. Uh, I, yesterday, we were getting back and forth with each other. And then at one point, I was like, hey, how's it going? And um, I, I, I just assumed he was like, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. And uh, you were just like driving your UPS truck blindly like a drone. And you, just, you were not a human anymore. Um, and I just knew that it wasn't going to happen, and I just felt so sad for you. Yeah, I did the that thing where the eyes rolled back into the head, and I like pointed my f- arm out and screeched. Uh, I did that at every <laughs> single one of my 272 stops yesterday. <laughs> um, That's yeah. why you never got nominated as the hot UPS guy, because you're too fucking weird. Yeah, um, dude, this connection fucking sucks, bro. This connection oh, really? sucks shit. Yeah. Let's let's no. end the call in call back because it's been awful. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So yeah, uh yeah, work has been bad. Listeners probably know. They hear me complain about it. Thank you for your patience. Um today is the first day I got off from work before eight in the last two months. Um it is my first hot toddy in one month at least. Nice. Good, good night, I think. Nice. That, yeah, I'm drinking a um a whiskey sour over here, uh, aka uh, I didn't have anything to mix, but I do have a child, so I had a pouch of lemonade and some whiskey. Uh huh. Um, and a little bit of Aperol to keep it classy. So nice. Okay. Yeah, I bought lemon juice because I ran out of lemon juice uh, a month ago, so I have two little containers of lemon juice that I just opened tonight. Um, nice. Also, my upstairs neighbor, I think, is practicing kick drum. Um, not not the drums, just the kick. So, yeah, things are going well. Things are going cool. good. Cool. Um, I I kind of have to uh, address a work thing. You know, uh, people t- people say they like hearing work anecdotes, and uh, I I got kind of a doozy for everybody. Um, so, like, I'm a UPS driver, in case you, uh, this is your very first episode, you've decided to subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon uh, site unheard, and uh, this is your first episode. I am a UPS driver, and uh, when work gets heavy, we have what are called helpers, and these are people who uh, ride in the truck with us, and they take the packages to the door while I am digging for the next package we need uh, for the next stop. That's what happens. And it's kind of like, 
existentially terrifying for somebody as I don't know how I would describe myself. I, I guess like uh, idiosyncratic or like, I don't know, um, slightly anxious to just know that you're going to be working with a complete stranger for 12 hours of the day at, at the very least. I think I think the internet would call you a lone wolf. Okay, yeah. You're a real definitely, you're a real definitely. lone a, a lone brown lone wolf. Well, if you're a lone wolf, then you're always the alpha. And that's That's true. You can That's true. <laughs> uh you you never get like like lower in the packing order to mix a metaphor. You would think so, but the uh the the alpha in my pack is typically my depression. Okay. Um I think what you have to do is you have to like find who your depression is uh, dating and seduce them take take them out, wine them and dine them and humiliate your depression I don't know if I could jerk off more than I already do like your depression's probably white, right? You probably got a white girlfriend <laughs> I'm gonna assume, so this is gonna be a cakewalk for me is what you're saying so you just cuck that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> cool, easy, easy peasy um <laughs> Yeah, so it's usually okay. Usually the helper is, you know, a little weird, but, like, weird in an endearing way. Or weird in, like, it's a, it's fine. Something you can ignore. I, I yeah, would... I, I always like it when you have, like, a nice story about a helper that, um, I don't know, maybe you guys found some common ground in music, or, like, they have something interesting. Like, oh, I didn't see it coming. It was pleasant. You had something to chat about. I love those stories. That's what you're going to... That's what happened, right? Like, like you for had example, an awesome helper? one of my helpers uh, years ago was this like fifty-year-old dude who had like an anarchy jail tattoo on the webbing of his thumb and and forefinger, um, and then he didn't have a forefinger on his other hand. Um, <sighs> the dream. I want that. So I want to lose a finger so bad. He. I think he said it got knocked off by a train knocked off <laughs> something like that i'm trying to remember uh the, the that's bit, like way more brutal than cut off the headline of this story the re the reason why the how the finger was severed is less important is because uh one of his friends took the finger home with him and like tried to pickle it and keep it um but then i think there was like a curse attached to the finger so the friend like threw it out the front door or threw that it out the back sense. door some door you know get it out of the <laughs> get it out of the house listen man my life has been shit since i took your finger if that thing's got to be cursed you've been living with that finger it's like a no wonder got knocked off it's like a reverse monkey's paw it's a tweaker finger <laughs> like it like doesn't even give you like a like a weird uh you know half good half bad wish it's just all bad see the problem with the lone fingers it's always pointing no this guy so yeah so this guy comes into the truck he's like dressed kind of nicely and like fancy and i'm like okay this is interesting um and uh yeah He's just, like, very energetic. He's very, like, polite and, like, personable and very, like, sensitive. And I'm just like, okay, you need to settle down. We're just going to be, like, you know, working and moving for fucking 12 hours. Like, you don't need to thank me three times for uh, calling you to help me, etc. Like, his text, I called him to, you know, said, hey, do you, you know, you want to work today? And he was like, yep. 
And I said, cool, you know, meet me here at this time. And then we agreed to it. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. And Hey, Hey, blessed new year. Have, have a blessed new year. And I'm like, all right, cool, man, whatever. Absolutely. And then he texted me right after and said, Alex, thank you. And we'll see you soon. And I, mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. respond because there was no no need yeah. for me to do that. And so, yeah, I go to pick him up. He gets into the car. He's wearing, like, this weird, like, nice leather, red leather jacket. And I'm like, okay, interesting. Hold on. Did you just say a nice red leather jacket? Like a, like a not quite red, but, like, really brown leather okay. type jacket, fitted, Because everyone's thinking you know? Eddie Murphy, Michael Jackson. That's the only red yeah. leather jacket that exists. So... Looking good though. He starts starts talking, and I'm just like, okay, man, you know, fine, whatever, giving one word answers, and then he starts singing, and he's just singing to himself in a falsetto. I'm just like, all right, this fucking sucks, dude. This absolutely sucks. He's singing in front of customers. We are talking to customers, and he is singing in front of them. He is like making eye contact with customers and saying, thank you. Thank you. How's your new year going? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like this isn't, this isn't <laughs> like, you're not going to make connections with the, the apartment manager at 915 Spruce. Like, what are you doing, dude? And, uh, so it's about at this point that I put both earbuds in, put my beanie down over my ears and pull my hood up and just ignore this dude. And this dude starts like, he'll say something to me, and I just don't look at him. And so he just keeps talking. He just keeps talking and laughing and talking and laughing. And I am cranking the volume on the majority report with Sam Cedar. And, like, I walk back to the truck because I had to get a signature so he couldn't take the, take the package. And I hear cackling coming from inside the cab <laughs> of my truck. Just like this guy is a nightmare. This guy is an absolute psycho, absolute nightmare. Yeah, you're about to get murdered. I've been ignoring him. It's, you know, like I said, but he gets my attention while I'm driving. He gets my attention. And so it seems important. So I make a big deal of taking both of my earbuds out, removing my hood, pulling my beanie up. So he, like, gets the hint that I do not like to do this. And I say, <laughs> yeah. Connect with humans. And he tells me, he asks me, have you ever heard of Jeff Dunham? (laughs) And it's at this point I'm like seriously contemplating swerving into (laughs) oncoming traffic. And I say, yes. And he said, man, he's so funny. Like I've been watching him the last couple days and I've just been, I've just been laughing and laughing about him today. Is there like a new Jeff Dunham special? He's got a residency in Vegas. Oh, but fuck. I don't know if there's any like media out there. So he says, oh, he's so funny. He's just like the coolest guy. And I say nothing. I don't make eye contact with him. I don't look at him. And I put my earbuds back in and I pull my beanie back down <laughs> and I put my hood back up. Fucking he's done telling with the it. same story to people, but you're the biggest asshole in the story. I just wanted to talk about <laughs> Jeff Dunham. I just, you guys know I do a killer jalapeno. <laughs> you guys know I do the best jalapeno. Jeff Dunham, then me, and best jalapeno status. To like, b- why does he not want to hear this? To be fair, there's probably like a million dudes out there saying this about like, oh, have you heard of Dave Chappelle? Or, oh, have you heard of Louis C.K.? 
Like yeah, there's yeah. dudes doing other people's bits to their <laughs> to their package car driver also. Yep, but the Jeff yep. Dunham thing is like that's... I don't know, man. That's like somebody <laughs> saying, you know, hey, have you ever heard of uh, Smash Mouth? Yeah, yeah. There's this cool song, All Star, I've been listening to for the last two days. The only thing that makes you saying that better is that the fact that there is that Smash Mouth poster in frame that I can see right now. That's Over neither here nor there, and that's not a poster. <laughs> that's a record, my friend. That is Why Can't We Be Friends on vinyl. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a fucking banger. That is, if you're going to pick a Smash Mouth cover of a song, that is that's that one. That is a gift to me slash that awful sound from uh, Nick Gunsler, I believe. So uh, shout out Nick. Check out his work at Terminal Radness. You can also see it on Mark Hoppus's bass guitar from their last tour. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I hear him cackling, laughing, loving, laughing, just loving life, you know, just enjoying this whole experience of running packages door to door. And I, uh, I, <clears throat> I stop and I, and I have my headphones out and I hear him like saying, I don't even, I wouldn't even call it a bit. This is what he's doing. And excuse me, cause it's a very embarrassing thing for me to do, but I'm going to do it how he did it. He's looking at his phone and he's just going to himself you're so silly. No, I'm not. You're so silly. No, I'm not. You're so silly. No, what? I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> this this is a, this is a this is a grown up, random cheese humor Jeff Dunham fan, who you yeah. happen to like. Oh fuck. And like I said, I mean, I tweeted this out. I don't know if I said it, but he was otherwise like present. He was otherwise not hallucinating, or. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a clinical psychologist, but he didn't look schizophrenic. This isn't like this didn't seem to be like a manifestation of his schizophrenia. He's just a fucking obnoxious person. <laughs> That's incredible. And so he's on the phone with somebody, right? And I'm like, "Okay, I'll wait to start up the truck because he made this phone call." And he's talking extremely professionally to this woman on the phone, and I'm like, "Okay, it sounds like this is another job he wants to get cuz, you know, driver helper is like a temporary job or whatever." And he's like, "You know, I guess I guess I'll be working with you. I guess I'll be I I, I wanted to speak with you, you know." And he was like, "Yes, he just um I I'm recently back in Seattle because I had to go to uh North Carolina, because uh, my mother died. Yes. Thank you. Well, she's doing much better now. She's doing much better. What? Hi, what? hi Mom. Love you, Mom. Uh, <laughs> love you, Mom. Yeah. And what? I'm just like, hmm. Okay. And then he goes, yeah, so I was trying to uh, get that cell phone, but it, it wasn't available. So uh i i was wondering which other ones you had so he was like talking about his dead mother talking to oh, his dead man. mother while on the phone with like t-mobile or uh you know sprint or somebody so i thought that was interesting um That's and it's brutal. about at this time where i was like oh i need to like record this i need to i need to record this for posterity I needed to document this because no one's going to believe this. No, no. nobody's going to believe that this person oh, is on, real. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, and so I decided to record it and I'm going to play a little bit of it. 
And I mean, it's it's like incredible. It's like the best possible I- example of what I was dealing with w- when I happened to take my headphones out. Before crossing the street. <laughs> so, Jeff, so you are a dead terrorist, I hear. That's right. I blow things up. No, I commit that, Jeff. That's right. You better watch out. Okay, the last the last thing you heard in that was uh my completely soulless dead delivery of okay, let's go. So when you first tweeted about this and I responded that I'm like thinking about you and thoughts and prayers and all that, I had not heard the audio yet. And then when I heard the audio, I realized that thoughts and prayers would not suffice. Yeah. Um so I actually donated $5 to the Bernie Sanders campaign. I appreciate that. That's the correct response. I hope Bernie has a plan to deal with people like this. Get them the help they need. Yeah. The the best part about this whole situation to me is that I totally believe in, you know, um the multiverse theory. And in some other universe, there's you being helped by this exact person, except you take your headphones out and he's like, Hey, uh, you ever heard of Helmsley? And then you guys become like really good friends. And then I had to kill him because he tried to replace me. Uh-huh. He's doing like uh, <laughs> he's doing like polyrhythmic drums while bat while harmonizing with himself on the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Just getting it. He's like, oh, Helmsley, you're so talented. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Varellen, I love your amplifiers. Oh, thank you. Um, so what you heard in that, I just want to talk about that video for a second. Uh, what you heard in the audio was a, him singing a song about crossing the street to return to the truck. Um, I think it was singing a song about looking both ways to be specific. Um, and then you hear him doing a Jeff Dunham bit, uh, with one, one caveat. Uh, he accidentally calls the, the dead terrorist Jeff. Yeah, he's Which trying. Is kind of a huge slip up there. Yeah, it would be like saying, you know, my name Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> you, you better. When the news comes out next week that Jeff Dunham has been murdered, you have to call somebody. Like, I'm not a big fan of ratting on people, but like, by call somebody, I mean like us and tell us, and we won't okay. turn him in because yeah. you know. But anyways, yeah, I, that he's for sure gonna murder Jeff Dunham. My Isla Fisher. <laughs> um, and then he gets it right, and he says, "Oh, not Jeff, Ahmed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I blow yeah. people up. I'm a terrorist. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's as funny as Jeff Dunham, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was great because while I was recording this, I was finally able to laugh at it. Yeah. Because I realized that other people would be able to hear this. 
Yeah. And it finally, like, I don't know, de-shrouded me from the doom and gloom. I was like, no, other people exist in the world. It's not just me and this person in my truck. <laughs> there are other people who are going to bear witness to my to my suffering. You know, not not to not to be that guy, but um, you sound like a real manager, Alex. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. Just, so this guy's gonna call in a street fight and be all like, "Yeah, I was doing my best Jeff Dunham bits, and my fucking my supervisor was not having it. He was just like had his headphones in the whole time and was being a real cold asshole." Can I show you what this guy looks like? Please. All right, I'm gonna text you an image of him. Please. I have a, I have an image in my mind. What? 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 No! No! Shut! No! No! There's so many things. There's so many things here. Oh my god! What? What? Oh. No! We can't, I can't, we can't even touch it. It's just, it's insane. No, shut up. <laughs> you gotta start, you gotta tell, you gotta tell him what it looks like. <laughs> well, for starters, um, he's beautiful. <laughs> he, he looks I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, he he has like this beautiful, like long curly hair. He's like a young, hip, vintage-wearing black man with like gorgeous big hair. It's like, like you it's would like never, permed hair. If you saw this guy, you probably wouldn't approach him because you thought he might might be extra cool. Like he looks extremely like <laughs> hip. He looked. I did not see this coming at all. Like at fucking all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This. Uh, so this is it, how we fight racism. This is proof that not all black people are actually very cool. I thought that we were all just born really cool, and like he might look it, but then he's doing these Jeff Dunham bits, and his yeah yeah, fuck so. I, amazing it gets amazing. worse this this story is going on long but i don't care uh the, it gets worse um like i'm going uphill on cobblestones and he's going with the cobblestones no and when i honk to back up he is mimicking the horn beep 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 and oh, man. I'm driving through narrow residential streets while it's snowing, trying not to slide and hit cars, and he is just laughing and cackling at the snow, I think. I I I am gonna I am gonna hope that this person is actually hilarious, is actually <clears throat> really, really, really funny, and is like, hey, I want to jokingly try to relate to this white guy by doing Jeff Dunham bits. Well, like, I think that, we I, can... I wish that was the truth, but I, I want that to be the truth. He was I just trolling you really hard the whole time. I think we can put that conspiracy theory to bed uh, because I confronted him and said, you need to stop, dude. You need to stop, man. I'm sorry. You're killing me. You need to stop. 
and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's like being a kid when your parents are driving, you know? And I was like, all right, man, like, that's fine. But, you know, we're working. I need you to just not do that anymore. And he's like, okay. And then he started <laughs> singing immediately after that. And I said, no, nope. <laughs> even, no, uh-uh. even the singing, I'm sorry, even the singings, no more. And so that's when he gets defensive and says, this is just who I am. I, I sing jazz for the church and this is, this is who oh. I am. And this is how I, this is how I inject joy and positivity in my life. And, uh, and he was you're, like, you're and you're the opposite for me. You're doing you, the opposite for me right now. He was like, and you, you know, you guys, it's such a stressful job. Like I'm trying to alleviate some of that stress stress. And I was like, Nope, it's not working. I don't need you to do that. I do this job every day. It's fine. Uh, I don't need you to do that for me. Uh, and then he's all, well, it seems like you're stressed out because like, like first thing when I got into the truck, you were like complaining that you cut your finger and i was like well i, I mean I, I got some glass in my finger and i like told you that there was glass in my finger and he was like yeah but then you said like oh fuck this or something and i was like i mean yeah like i yeah, said i said glass in my finger i said you know f- something fuck and he's like well you didn't have to use that word and i was like all right man like okay so, and he was like i just by the way he looks at least his voice was beautiful was his he, singing voice good? Yeah, it was. Yeah, did it was he have good. a nice falsetto? It was decent, bordering on extra. It was like yeah, decent, oh, I, I, but course, he was yeah. like pushing it way too hard. Anyway, I was just like, dude, like it's not helping. He was like, we just need to find some camaraderie in this, and I was like, all right, man, like because he wasn't listening to me. I was like, don't do this shit in my truck, please. And he just wasn't listening, and he was insisting that he had to do singing and and Jeff Dunham bits to himself because uh, UPS drivers were too negative, and he didn't want to take that energy home with him at the end of the day. And I was like, all right, all right, shut the fuck up. Okay, this is how we find camaraderie. This is how we compromise. You sing more quietly, and I keep my headphones in. That's how Boom. we do it. Wow. Yes. And he was like, okay, okay. And he had to stop to, to use the bathroom like three times throughout the day, which was a little, little extra. That, and, that, was uh, the mo- that was the most manager thing you said the whole time, but I, I, I get it. Yeah, it's just I, I have to piss a lot, and I don't have to piss three times in six hours. So, um, Must be nice. And uh, so when we stopped, he was just like, I don't know. Have you ever like tried taking a taking a deep breath? And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Get the fuck. Get the fuck in the bathroom. <laughs> get in the bathroom. <laughs> just, just take a deep breath. Like you can only have that type of like optimism. Like I, I and if you're a delu- if you're delusional. He's like, no, really, it t- helps. No, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> have you never talked to another person? Have you only talked to, like, church freaks your whole life? You, sh- you should have, like, told him, like, uh, check out uh, James Baldwin, some of his famous quotes. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. No, you but know, like, the night... Uh, to Sorry. be in a constant state of rage, maybe you should maybe you should just put a little bit of that in you because it's not time for us to be like that. Like, we should be pumped. But not yeah. that pumped. Like, to be a that's... UPS driver with a helper is to be in a constant state of rage. <laughs> I agree it's with true. you, Tony. I agree with both yeah. you and James Baldwin. I think that's yeah. it. That's... 
Um, yeah, and the night ended with you know me filling out his time card, and uh, him being like, you know, I, I we need to talk about this because like, you know, you said this, and I'm just trying to speak my truth. And I was like, man, I don't care, I don't care. Please get out of my package car. Please like go go home. It's fine. Like whatever. And uh, he was chastising me for uh, ha- saying one curse word throughout the day. That's and all you did was the one? Yeah, because it, because Fuck. after he brought it up, I just didn't cuss anymore because that's a pretty easy thing to stop. I wish he would have also not jabbered and sang to himself after I brought that up. But uh, And this is going on so long. It's almost over, I swear. Um, he said, well, I hope things get better for you. And I was like, all right, dude. And I grabbed his backpack out of the back of the truck and I shoved it into his chest. I didn't shove it. I put it into his chest, into his arms, and said, leave. Get out. Because it took him 10 minutes. It took him 10 minutes to get out of my package car. Go home. I was like, we are done with work. I want to go home. It's fucking 10. It's fucking 10 p.m. Get out of my package car. For context, uh, for the people, what time do you start again? 9 a.m. Jesus Christ. And uh, he was, he walked home and I passed him and he tried to make eye contact with me as I drove by. Absolute nightmare. We've been talking about this for uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's fine. That was, uh, I, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you got to get that off your chest. Um, I'm happy that I got to see the picture of the person. I wish that uh, we could show people what this guy looks like because it's unbelievable. Um, but <laughs> fuck, man, I'm happy you made it out uh, the other end. I'm happy you didn't have an aneurysm. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm non-confrontational. I don't like confrontation. I don't like no. having to tell yeah, my helper to shut the fuck up. But when you don't take context clues like that, and you literally go, I don't know, like to yourself all day, I gotta, Anybody... I gotta tell you to stop. Any um any longtime listeners of the show uh know anybody who listens to the early episodes knows exactly how patient you are. <laughs> um, so for it to come to that, uh that's that that says a lot. That says an yeah. awful lot. Yeah. All right, let's get into a listener request here. Uh we have uh a listener request from uh Benjamin here. Uh, who really wanted uh, us to read this comment. Um, So this is from a person who joined a group called uh, Brutal Kittens Group. And this is like, um, you know, black cats and coffee type shit, right? Like black metal, black cats, black coffee, edgy, like... uh, It's funny, it's it's all that, but like, like, it's surprisingly not black people so much. I mean, they're there, mm-hmm. but that's definitely not on the list. But yes, yeah, these kittens are—they're—they're they're brutal kittens, um, but still very uh, segregated. I think. <laughs> um. So this person just noticed the upside down cross on the kitten's forehead in the cover photo mm-hmm. uh, of the group. Great pick, and by the way. Great pick. It's a good pick, and uh, was upset about it. And they, you know, they posted, "Oh my, I j-, this is all caps. Oh my, I just noticed the upside down cross on the the main cover pick. What's with this crap? Please respond." 
Okay, and everybody laughed at this person. Uh, I think it was 114 laugh reacts in this group, <laughs> judging by this. <laughs> no likes, no loves, nothing. Just pure laugh. Um, and then this is the comment specifically. I'm kind of reading this dry. Uh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline says, I don't think that I am any better than nobody, dot, dot. Am definitely not perfect by any means, dot, dot, dot. In fact, I deserve to burn in hell for all I've done. For all the messed up stuff that I said and done, dot, dot, dot. Just to let all know that Jesus is real! Three exclamation points. One thousand percent! And he is the only way to escape eternal flame! Dot, dot, dot. I have been held over the lake of fire. Dot, dot, dot. Could smell the stench of burning flesh, parentheses, including my own. I could feel, comma, hear, see, and smell that hell is real. I woke up face down on the floor, drenching wet from the heat of where I had just been. Gritting teeth, smiling emoji crying emoji terrified and extremely overheated i was instantly being fanned and cooled down by a wonderful holy angel uh holy smiley emoji who proceeded to pick me up and comfort my sorrowful spirit <laughs> uh blue heart emoji god is real dot 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 heaven is real space dot 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 and you best believe that hell is real too and trust me you d o n T, want to go there, <laughs> space, dot, dot, dot. This is not dress rehearsal. Three exclamation points, sad emoji. Aw, it just wants to save your soul. Mm -hmm. Like, Sweet Jacqueline just wants to save your, save your soul from the kittens. Um, I like that she could smell the stench of burning flesh, including her own. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird Was because there... don't don't we all kind of like our own smell? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know that's true. It's it, it other people's burning flesh is kind of gross. It's like you, you know, do that in private, like do that in your car before you, before you get out. But uh, our own, it's kind of not that big of a deal. I, you know, actually, I I think that uh, that is it, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline was that that person in that. I don't know if you ever saw the picture of the person actually being like, um roasted over a spit like on a spit like slowly like as a kink that's that was Jacqueline so mm. Jacqueline got pretty dark for a minute um mm. so I don't I don't blame her for feeling that way and the, the holy spirit the, those like holy like holy angels fanning her off those are just her supporters those are just like those are just like you know um her spotters that were okay. took her off the spit and put water on her and fanned her down that she but she did she did go she did black out she did um hallucinate in that process um, so it, she's, she's just experienced some pretty gnarly, like flesh burning trauma. I think the moral of the story is like, don't get too fucked up with your kittens. Like, <laughs> like kittens don't have to be brutal. Like kittens are fine on their own. Yeah. 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 It's not worth I, it. I respect it's that. not worth it to go to hell just because you want some like edgy kittens, you know? But like, aren't, aren't. Aren't kittens already like a sign of the devil? Isn't that a thing? I feel like there's they're probably pretty. If no. there's an evil animal, like it's a kitten. No kittens. Kittens go to purgatory. It's the cats who are the signs of the devil. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a strictly kitten page. 
Okay, let's get into the main topic. You got anything else to add? Thank, thank you so much, uh, Benjamin, for sending that in. Uh, always feel free to make requests in the uh, Minion Death Commandos Facebook group. We are more than happy uh, to oblige. You know, if it's a funny comment, uh, we will definitely read it. Um, so, yeah, what Alex is saying is if you guys want him to perform any um, Jeff Dunham bits, just just send the YouTube and he'll do it verbatim um, on the Patreon feed. That's what no, I just heard right now. No, no. You can... Okay, oh, here... You'll, you'll you'll get your homie to come do it. You'll get your you'll get your helper to come do it with you. I mean, I I have his number. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I'm really shocked he didn't like text me to try and speak more of his truth to me he, over text. He's just giving you time. He's just giving you time. That's good. That's polite. Yeah. Um, if you find a comment in the comment section of a Jeff Dunham uh, video that is doing a Jeff Dunham bit in the comment section. I will read that. That's the compromise. That's that's the meeting halfway point. So many people were all challenge accepted. That's fine. Okay, so <clears throat> so uh recently in Oakland uh a group an informal group, a group called Moms for Housing uh, occupied an empty house in Oakland as part of a demonstration, as part of a, an action to both, I don't know, have a place to fucking stay and also to make a point about the homelessness crisis in Oakland. And not only the homelessness crisis, but also the like gentrification crisis, which are yeah. kind of one and the same. You know, they're, yes. they're pretty similar, at least. They overlap. Um and also just the the cost of living in the bay area that has been just fucking driven into the stratosphere by the you know silicon valley um and uh i i didn't hear about this story until the night where they evicted these moms with police with tanks with with you know uh basically swat gear you know, yeah, cops yeah. in in full vests and uh, you know, automatic rifles. Um, what was so fucked about that too is that they they knew the cops were supposed to come and evict them at like that evening. So people showed up. There were like over two hundred people there in solidarity oh, with the moms. What's fucked up? What's even more fucked up is they showed up with the tanks and the SWAT gear at five o'clock the next morning because mm. they knew yeah they knew and it's and like it, it, it's disgusting it's fucking disgusting because at five o'clock the next morning they they could have snuck up on them but they could have knocked on the fucking door yeah this is an empty house this is a house that uh was purchased as a speculation purchase this is just a, a developer a real estate company who wants to make money you know yeah. like like all landlords do uh, wants to make money and um, you know you could say so for from what I've read in Oakland there are four empty houses for every homeless person and that's including men women children yep every yep. person in a homeless family there are so it's not, four it's, empty it's not houses. a housing like to make it clear it's not a housing crisis it's not what this is yeah that's a good point it's an artificially capitalism yes. created crisis 
it's it's the a structures crisis. Are there. It's a crisis created by uh, the for-profit housing industry. People buy these houses and they keep them off the market so that the home prices rise even further. The the whole the whole agenda of the company that purchased the house that evicted them is house flipping. That's their whole agenda. What are they called? Westwood. Agenda, what what is the yeah, name? Yeah, Westwood. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Westwood Development, something like that. But that's all they do. They go into neighborhoods, they buy the houses, they clean the houses up, they raise the property value, and then they flip it. And like it's it's the most disgusting thing ever because it's literally putting putting profit over people. Yeah. It's literally saying, hey, fuck you. I know we could just I know that we could rent this out to you for a reasonable for a reasonable price. And like everybody could be fine. But they're like, no, there's money to be made here. Let's let's you know get you the fuck out of here. Um and in my mind yeah, that's it, like the disgusting. logical conclusion to a profit motive in any arena but especially with housing like especially with a basic need such as shelter and housing you're going to see the like glaring problems with capitalism you're going to see yeah. the most extreme examples of the problem of capitalism because why would a company care about homeless people why they there's no incentive to and the yeah. idea that like liberal reforms are going to somehow like cut these guys a tax break if if they work with a nonprofit in the area to maybe provide one home for every 12 they flip or something like that it's insane it's absurd we are we are uh i don't know prostrating ourselves before these uh markets that just don't need to exist <laughs> they don't need to exist yeah. at all um we I, have... I live i live in southern california right now um i'm looking for a place to move um because my current home is being sold uh by by a friend who lives here she's moving back to the east coast it's like not like that dicey but i'm looking for a place and i every single application says um you know says no section eight i've been turned away because i have a child Wow. Like everything about this is fucked, and um, it it's only because like you know there's a property made that, and they're like, oh, that's cool. I know that you like make this much money, but I also know that your kid takes up this much money, and I also know that your kid's a liability. And I'd much rather like, you know, rent it out to some you know some some tech bro because where I happen to live, there is one of the largest like tech companies, happens to be stationed right here. They, they don't want to deal with me you know they don't want to deal with like yeah. well and they don't have you know, to single, they, their livelihood dad. doesn't yeah. depend on it they have their, their fingers all. in so many pots that they can afford to just not make money on a house uh by by renting to you they can afford to just wait for something and that's better for them you know and and then on top of that i'm like cool i need help here let me go to my let me go to my local social security office like the, not social security office but um the housing assistance yeah. office let me go there let me find out what i can do let me find out what my options are i go there and they're like what do you want and i was like well um i don't actually know i want to know what my options are and they're like i i can't help you with that like what what are you here for and i was like i just i don't know i don't know what you guys offer i don't know what the options are um they're like well how much are you paying right now I told them, I said, I said, but I'm trying to move. Like, what are my options? And they said, well, like, if you don't know what you want, we can't help you. 
You're like, I want a place to live for this much money. Yeah. And, and all I was saying was, I said, I don't, I, I came in there trying to be like, hey, I have no clue. I have no clue what to do. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I just, you're I'm coming a, you're here a asking bur- bureaucratic, for your resources. You're a bureaucratic organization with uh, a, a purported mission statement. Can you, like, tell me what that is? Can you tell me what you guys do for people? It, exactly. And they, they, they would not and they could not. And I... I eventually, like, I, I literally walked out of that place, like, crying and upset because I had, I, I, and I was upset because I was like, fuck, I, my situation is, is not nearly as dire as other people who I know, mm-hmm. um, who I encounter on a daily basis. And it's pretty fucking dire, but it's not nearly as bad as other people who I interact with on a regular basis. And I, I, I was like, so fucking broken for them. Like, I mean, my thing sucks. My thing absolutely sucks. But I was also like, fuck, like, you know, at least my kid's mom is awesome and, like, you know, pulls the majority of the weight and my kid will always have a a roof over her head. But it was so fucked the way that they just, they didn't want to help. They had no desire to help. Putting me, putting me in, like, a a safe situation was not a priority. And and I'm running into this every single day with these these places I'm trying to find and it's... What's going on right now in America and California especially, and especially the Bay Area, is disgusting and inhumane, and it makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. That fucking sucks. I'm, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with uh, the fact that a lot of people are in your situation, and the people that you talk yep. to are already dealing with a bunch of people, Some of a lot of whom probably have mental illness, or a lot of whom are like... Uh, at at their at their wits end you know and so yeah. the less those people in that organization have to deal with the better so they're not going to help you get into the organization or whatever which is not Absolutely. which is not right at all but i can just see that being you know an outgrowth of of this system um so here's a statement from dominique walker one of one of the moms for housing uh, we've heard from people all over the world who are inspired by our nonviolent civil disobedience. People who say that our action has shifted their perspective and helped them understand that housing is a human right, 100%. We've built mm-hmm. a movement of thousands of Oaklanders who showed up at a moment's notice to reject police violence and advocate for homes for families. This isn't over, and it won't be over until everyone in the Oakland community has a safe and dignified place to live. Um, Mm -hmm. and this is like, it's heartening to me. It fucking absolutely sucks that these women were, you know, essentially dragged out of this house at gunpoint that the police descended on this group of nonviolent people. Uh, but I think that this is the right thing to do. I think what they're doing is the right thing to do. And I think it's the right way to do it. We just need more people. We just need enough people to where the police can't, won't, or uh, are just unable to, to do this to the next batch of people. The, these women are, 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 I mean, this gets put out as a joke all the time, but these women are so much braver than every single Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and, my, and mind you, they're called moms for Oakland because they were moms. Yeah, their children were there. These these police, this like this these police, these this like fucking army, um, who you know kicked down the door with guns drawn, 
were drawing their guns on moms and children. Well, I don't think the I I, I don't think the kids were there. I I read and and heard statements that they they the, got the kids out yeah. of the home before the actual eviction, but the cops don't know that. You know, they didn't know that. Yeah. The, the the kids were living there for the rest of the time. You know, and like this is I mean. It's funny because people talk about restoring old time, um, you know, like old time standards and stuff like that. But I, I remember a big plot point of like the Titanic being, you know, get the women and children on the boat. Or communities <laughs> coming like, together to like, yeah, uh, I don't know, stand together against an oppressive like landlord or somebody who owns the fucking city. You know, you remember, and, and, you remember, like, uh, honest, uh, I don't know, normal people standing up against the billionaire tycoon who owns the town. Does that sound familiar at all as, as like a, a movie trope? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the funny thing about this is like the awful people that we're going to see in this comment section, a large, major- a large majority of these people love the play rent. <laughs> That's the best part about this. It's like there's some fucking like, you know, music theater nerds in here who like love rent, who are also like, well, that's not the point. And it's like, no, that that is the point of rent. I've never seen rent. Is it like cats, but every character is a building? <laughs> no, it's literally uh, it, it's it's a bunch of people who live in this building that are going to get kicked out. OK, Um, because they're they're gentrifying the neighborhood. And um, and that's exactly what it is. There, the rent. It, this is. This is the real, real raw version of the movie Rent, of the of the play Rent, and um, you know these people love that that fucking movie. Yeah, probably. And it, it it's it's disgusting. Um, and you know we always ask like, why do cops need military grade equipment? Why do they need these tanks? Why do they need these armored personnel vehicles, etc.? This is why. <laughs> this is exactly yeah. why they have foreseen a future when people actually stand together and resist them in enough uh enough numbers that it actually presents like a a realistic challenge to police um and i think it sounds pretty dire it sounds pretty extreme or dramatic but i think our only option is uh we stand together we continue to do actions like this and we basically challenge them to actually use this stuff against us yeah yeah we have we have to force them to use this stuff against you know peaceful or direct actions you know i'm not saying every action has to be peaceful uh but we we see see what they're willing to do to their fellow man who just want a place to live who want a decent job who want control over their own lives. You know, we see how yeah. far they're willing to go. Yeah. Um, so Emily Hubbard, these comment sections, I'm, I got these from the moms, uh, the, the moms for housing Facebook, which, you know, this story went a little viral in the very late stages of, of the action. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of like people, you know, chiming in, chiming in their thoughts. And there were a lot of people supportive and a lot of people not so much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because a lot of it is the, the pictures, the visuals of these armored vehicles, these armored men going up to a house with it was just it's only it was like three women, right? I think it was four women, four, four women. Yeah. Going up to this house to to. Um, uh, you know, detain four women. 
um, I think a lot of people were like, oh, this is fucked up. This is weird. I remember when I, told, when I was talking to them about it, they were like, wait, they got tanks into the streets of Oakland? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, arm, like large armored vehicles. Um, yeah, not like, not like the, not like the, 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 the track tank, you know, like those, those tanks, the yeah. tanks from like, not the Desert Storm tank, but yeah, large armored vehicles with gunner, like with, with the gunner seats up top, you know, fucked up shit. Um, four, four women and specifically four black women, which by the way, like the concept of a black woman, of a strong black woman taking a stand terrifies the patriarchy absolutely terrifies terrifies who's in control of america right now like well it it has always controlled america so they needed this show of force um and i think the visual was stunning to a lot of people but apparently not that stunning as we will see in the comment section yeah emily hubbard says uh this is just the beginning moms have invigorated the movement power to the people uh, which awesome. is a comment I awesome. loved and a lot of people yeah. laughed at. <laughs> um, yeah. Ra- Ramos L. Nancy replies, uh, it's not bad enough that people steal stuff, clothing, cars, but now you're trying to steal houses? What the hell? The the word steal here is being yeah. um, so abused uh, because the concept of steal, right, is taking something that's not yours, Right. So we're talking about Oakland, California. Um, Oakland has a really unique history uh, that is very rich and vibrant um, in black culture. That is where the Panthers started. Um, That is the home and heart of a lot of revolution. And yes, these real estate companies have come in and they've stolen plenty of property. Yeah, yeah These I mean, people legally were not stolen stealing. because yeah, exactly because the system caters to people who can just do whatever they want if they have enough money. Yeah, but it's the, like I said, it's taking property that's not it's taking something that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Um, the, these these real estate companies have stolen stolen this property, this housing, this land from the community that it rightfully belongs to, that who's been there forever. Yeah. Who are now getting pushed out? They, 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 they. This is another instance of stolen land on top of stolen land. Yeah. Um. So this word is a terrible word to use, but it's going to get used a lot. <laughs> and I just, I love the idea of stealing a house. Like yeah. you're, like you're throwing it into a bindle and running off. It, I, you're, it, you're, you're cutting it in half and putting it on two big, two big rigs and hauling it. You know, with cellophane on the sides. <laughs> or you're like. You're like chopping it up and then mixing other like bricks in there to cut it with, and and <laughs> stretch it out farther. You're going into the house and taking tiny bits at once, just small little parts at That's once. That's the way to do it. Bu- yeah. Building it elsewhere over the course of a couple <laughs> years. But the and quote, also the owner's like, where where did my house go? <laughs> but the quote, yeah, stealing houses, like it reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where Bart gets caught stealing a video game. Marge is like he's just a little boy like you know and and he didn't yeah. steal and and that security guard's like well sure he's a little boy now but soon he'll be a man stealing stadiums and quarries <laughs> and and houses in oakland that's what we need to do. we need to steal a fucking quarry that's what we need that's, that's gonna I mean, change the game it's a good point but yeah we need to I steal think, some fresh water <laughs> that's, gonna, the, that's gonna stir some shit up i think the idea steal a house kind of like indicates how absurd it is for like 
an outside company to claim they own a house. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like nobody was living in this house. They were yeah. keeping it off the market to inflate the price of it. People needed a place to live. So they fucking went inside and lived in it. And that seems totally fine to me. That seems completely moral, yeah. logical, sensible. It seems like something that people should do. And to, to break it down even more, like to break it down a little bit more, it's not even they needed a place to live. They needed shelter. Mm-hmm. They need they needed refuge from from the elements. Yeah, you know, and this was available. And there there should be there should be rules against this. There should be rules against you know hoarding hoarding shelter for profit. But anyways, should be against shelter. Fuck for you, Ramos. Profit, period. I'll tell you what the hell the hell is is that. Um, they wanted to take their they wanted to take their their area back, and they wanted to keep yeah. their kids safe from literally the elements. Um, Thomas James says, "Right is right, and this isn't." Dot 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 dot. Sorry, you feel it okay that these women resort to this in front of children, and you think it okay. Dot dot dot. Sad, really sad. Yeah, why would you teach your kids to stand up for yourself? Not only that, like, this dude is concern trolling so hard. He's like, mm-hmm. why are you giving your children a place to live? You're, like, teaching them bad <laughs> values. Yeah, yeah. Like, you should teach them that being homeless is good because you still have your, your morals. <laughs> that like, reminds me, I am actually sending Penny out tomorrow to find her own place to live. Um, I'm not going to make her move there. I'm just going to make her think she has to move there so she can learn a lesson about, uh, you know, autonomy and responsibility. Yeah, that seems right. That seems like yeah. the way to develop principles. Yeah. Um, I just, I, it's so funny. He's worried about the kids who currently have shelter. <laughs> yes. How, f- like, wor- worried about, like, about, like, the, like their morals. It's not just so sad. Not worried about their safety or yeah. their health or their, like, or their living conditions or their future trauma that's going to be completely embedded in them from being, you know, like from their mothers being ripped away from them by military personnel. Just worried about, like, yeah, but, like, you shouldn't teach them that stuff. Yeah, sure, their, like, bodies are are sheltered and taken care of, but what, what, what are their principles? Their principles are out in the cold. Their principles are just oh, shivering under under a, a cheap blanket on a street corner. God, it makes me so sad. You want to know a real-life hack? Um, you know, self-checkout's tight. Self-checkout's even tighter with a kid because kids can mess up. <laughs> if you let your kids scan... You can be like, oh, uh, what? My little hands, little hands don't know how she scanned yeah. that TV for, uh, for a pack of gum. <laughs> That's wild. What about uh, self-landlording? That would be tight. That would be super tight. S- self-rent check. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, yeah, I only I only lived here one month this year. I only no, you I just swipe no. you just swipe the house one time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it says your house is a pack of gum again. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the rent is super cheap. It's great. I love living yeah, in a pack I, of gum. I'm I'm sorry. I, I paid it, right? Can we move on? I paid it. Listen, we, we listen. it says 25 cents on this pack of Wrigley's. You should be lucky that I'm paying a dollar. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. That was a, basically a tip. That's the tip. Um, 
Jack Prynne says, so what shall we do? Just give houses to people? I wouldn't mind owning a home either. Suppose I try and talk my landlord into giving me the apartment I'm living in. How well should I expect that to go? And I replied to Jack. I said, it'd go really well if we all did it. Yeah. If, if a, we, a fucking men. If we all did it, it would. It might go pretty well. And then he like he said, "What do you mean?" And I said, "He said like, what do you mean if we all did it? I don't. How would we do that?" And I said, "Well, you can uh, organize together, do a general strike, or do a rent strike, and demand an end to for-profit housing. And and if enough people." do it if the organization is uh widespread enough this is like a moonshot by the way this is like something that takes you know years to develop we can demand it we can just simply demand it you know use our labor as leverage use our rent as leverage and and we can do it um but in the meantime you can form a tenants union which plenty of states and cities have yeah and uh in the meantime you can uh, fight for things like rent stabilization for you know fixing the shit in your apartment that's broken for uh, preventing a wrongful eviction that sort of thing and people in this comment section wowed my comment like yep. nobody laughed at that comment no they either liked it or wowed it because they hadn't heard of something called a tenants union. They hadn't heard of anything called a, a rent strike. They hadn't heard of these things. And these are like real things that we can do. And I think that like the moms for housing doing this is like a good thing. I mean, it fucking Absolutely. sucks that two of them got arrested. One of their, uh, one of their comrades was also arrested uh, but I think this action demonstrated to a lot of people that like, you're not alone. If you're, if you're, if you're in a fucked up situation, if you have these problems, you're not alone. And if enough people of us get together and do this, like they, they can't stop us. H housing is one of the many things where, um, the, the people with power take advantage of the fact that we don't have means and they abuse it because the thing is. Um, renters have rights, you know, mm -hmm. but the thing is you can't enforce those rights without the resources of a lawyer per se. Um, you can't enforce those rights without, uh, the, a functioning, the a functioning, the, uh, housing board or a housing yeah, community. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even, or even, or, or even like, you know, something like a, a fallback plan, you know, uh, just a little, little overshare. Like for instance, a lot of people can move back home with their parents. I, I can't. I, it's not an option for me. I can't do that. I don't have that option B. Um, so in order for me to like have a have rights with like, you know, exercise my rights as a tenant, I have to like be ready to pay for a lawyer. And I can't do that part either. Yeah. Um, and so the thing is, these things are, are already built into the system. But landlords know that we don't know these things. They also know that we can't afford to fight them on it. So what they do is they just take advantage of it and they, they all risk it. They all risk it all. They all say, okay, this guy's giving me a hard time. This person's giving me a hard time. Let me just evict them. And um, if they want to take me to court, cool. I'll, I, that's worked into the budget. It's worked into the budget and paying the fines is cheaper for them in the yes. long run yeah. than like actually fighting 
with you or whatever. And, and the only way we can do that, the only way we can really fight this is if we stand together, is if we help each other out, as if we, like you said, form a tennis union. Um, that's something that they've been trying to do in this area for a little bit, and um, we've been working on it. It's very difficult. Uh, my city is ex- extremely unique in that sense. Um, but I'm but sure it, there's like it, it, California it, it, tenants unions. I'm sure yes. that, like that already exists at a at a larger scale. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole thing the whole thing <clears throat> is solidarity is so important with this. Is yeah. that it's not it's, you should never be going at these things alone. You should be going at the things knowing that we the 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 idea should be that the landlord is wrong. The landlord is the asshole, not us. But we, but the way it's painted is that we're the scumbags. We're the ones who were taking advantage. You know, we're the ones who just want fucking new carpet. Because this carpet's been here for 15 goddamn years. And, you know, the last three tenants have had awful pets and children. And now I have to, like, live in the dander and smell. And mold. And, like, but, you know, like I said, the only way we can do this is together. It's the only way. Yeah, and friends of ours are affiliated with, like, Los Angeles tenants unions um and you can go to la tenants union.org that's l-a-t-e-n-a-n-t-s union.org uh to learn more about that and yeah it's basically like the more people you get the harder you can flex yeah and and so it's it it absolutely helps too and it's just this person was coming from a snarky point of view like oh what you think we can just uh i don't know get housing for free or uh i don't know you think we can just i could just go up to my landlord and say hey i'm sick of paying rent and it's like no actually you can but you just have to have enough people to do it <laughs> yeah yeah and and no no and no one's saying don't pay rent like th- that would be great that would be great but in this situation we're not saying don't pay rent we're saying hey can we make rent accessible can we make it um tan- can we make it something that that the people in the area in the community can actually afford? Well, you because can do thing, a rent strike. You can oh, with, ab- no, ab- if yeah, everybody absolutely. in the building agrees to not pay rent, then you can just not pay rent. But, but that, that that's at the request to make it something reasonable. Cuz the thing about something like Oakland is that yeah, the the reason why Oakland has gone so sky high is because these motherfuckers are all taking the bar into the city for their tech jobs. Mhm. You know, the people who are working within, you know, 20, 25 square, um, you know, 20, 25 mile radius of these homes, the people that are working there, they're the ones getting pushed out. Yeah. Well, it's so insane because shit like that completely skews the economy because those people in the Bay Area, they're making like, you know, $100,000, $200,000 a year, but they can barely afford they can yeah. barely afford to live yeah. there because that's that's the like that's the economy there that's that's the the how it works there and it's just insane that otherwise other than those people like Oakland is not a wealthy area <laughs> yeah. o- I mean you know so it's uh yeah and I mean that's why California is like a particularly pernicious hellhole of liberalism and you know there's um there's rightful criticisms from the right about the homelessness problem the income inequality problem um and they're a function of liberalism they're a function of capitalism it's not a function of progressivism it's a it's a function of 
unmitigated capitalism. Absolutely. Uh, so Aaron Carter says the police are doing their jobs. Don't take it out on them. This isn't peaceful protest. Your message is lost. And I, this comment is so stupid. Like I hate this comment so much. Nobody, nobody did a violence to the police. Even nobody, even though, Hey, you know, what if they did? Um, no, nobody touched the cops. It was just a bunch of people around the home. Like, I don't know, linking arms together, standing there saying shame on you to the police and just the idea of falling back on this oh the cops are doing their jobs you don't have to like yell at them or you don't have to like tut tut them they're just doing their jobs well fuck their jobs their job is to drag homeless women out of an empty house that is otherwise uh not being occupied fuck their job like what like why is their job more important than people having a place to like you know live under a roof mm-hmm. and it's funny because you know like, like cops they do this whole thing where they're like we're just doing the work you know we're we're doing the work we're putting the bad guys away how was it that they were they managed to get it it it, it was something like it, it had to be more than 50 cops there there was an insane amount of cops there an insane amount of like armed personnel there. Mm-hmm. How is it that none of them were like, "Hey, these aren't the bad guys." How is it that none of them were like, "Yo, these are we're going in there for like, for just you know, like four women who are just trying to find shelter for their their." These are it's it, it's because it's because cops are fucking awful people. That's why. I mean, yeah, and these are Oakland cops. Like they're yeah. they're they're dealing overwhelmingly with like poor and homeless black brown people like and you know working class people in general they have probably and this is me like doing an amount of psychology i don't need to do to explain why cops are bad but they have probably already like dehumanized these people like in in their minds and this is just the riffraff getting louder this is just hugely hugely and it's you know i don't know i bet a lot of these people felt about a lot of these cops felt great about doing this. Hey, finally yeah. I get to like strike back, <laughs> you know? They, I mean, they not probably that they text don't their anyway, friends. still. They probably text their friends saying, hey, this home on such such street is going to be available soon. <laughs> I mean, they probably text their friends, hey, look for me on uh, Facebook. Yeah. I was that dope-ass dude kitted out in the camo flak jacket. <laughs> the, the great, like I said, the great irony of this whole thing is this is happening – um, it, it, about the irony about the criticisms of things like peaceful protest, um, peaceful demonstrations, um, nonviolent actions uh, that have been a huge staple in the history of black activism in America is that it's happening all around the uh, the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr., whose story has been so insanely whitewashed yeah. and rose-colored glass lens filtered. Greenwashed. Whitewashed that, um, and greenwashed that that people forget the truth of it um people were like well you know uh martin was peaceful yes martin was peaceful but martin was met with dogs uh martin was peaceful martin was met with with fire hoses martin was peaceful but he's met with batons martin was peaceful but at the end he was met with a bullet and they forget this they they spin this narrative of well how come these people 
if, if this is happening in 2020 and they were met with military personnel with like fully armed people, they must not have been peaceful when all they were doing was existing in solidarity mm-hmm. with, yeah, they had, I think they had a good 200 people the night before the morning they actually came in. And the thing, the, like, the thing that happens is that when, when 200 people, the majority of them are of color, uh, the majority of them are black Americans, um, that is not seen as peaceful. It has never been seen as peaceful. It is seen as a threat. Yeah. This is happening in a city of Oakland, California, where there was a point in time where black America, where black Oakland said, hey, listen, police, we don't need you. We will take care of our own. And they fed themselves. They took care of each other. There was doctors. There were lawyers. There were teachers. They were educating. They were feeding and they were thriving. And that was met with um, Fred Hampton being assassinated. So this story is nothing new, and it's a it, 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 it's it's a brutal reminder of um, how black how Black America is perceived um, through the lens of the uh, American authoritarian uh, mindset, where anything that we do as Black America is will never be seen as peaceful. It is seen as a threat. It's the same it way always that, seen as violence. that black children are just considered adults. It's, adults. It's the yeah. same. It's the same mindset. Um, Which I'll, I'll say all day, every day, um, with my with my mixed family, uh, my my existence has always been seen different than my my blonde hair, blue eyed cousins. Uh, I have always been seen as mature. They'll say. I've always been seen as grown, they'll say. Um, anytime I've been um, denied assistance, it's been it's it's been painted as a uh, tough love. Um, and it's because my darker skin makes me seem a man, an adult, capable. Um, this has been going on in my entire life, and 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 to see it, to see it uh, happen on this grand scale that is America, that is California, liberal California, yeah. um, is, is sickening, but it's, it's the thing, it, it, it's, it's the truth. It's what's happening. And it's what we need to be aware of. Yeah. I, it's <clears throat> with, you said that there were, um, couple hundred people there the night that they were supposed to be evicted but they didn't end up evicting them until the next morning do you know if people left overnight yeah yeah i mean they 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 went they went home um because what sucks is they went home and they thought they they not that they won they thought that they got through a night yeah and these fucking cowards these goddamn cowards keep, keep this in mind this happened at five o'clock in the morning. These motherfuckers woke up at three o'clock on a, what? This happened on a on a Friday morning, I think, because it was Thursday, right? I think it Thursday was maybe a Thursday happen. morning. Because maybe a, thir- this was a couple days ago. Either way, these motherfuckers woke up at at, at least three o'clock in the morning, got ready, got suited up to go 
detained these people at 5 a.m. Yeah, man. I hope they felt really cool. I hope they felt really cool in their in their tactical gear, yeah. uh, evicting four homeless mothers. Yeah. At gunpoint. Um, but the point that I was getting at was, I mean, maybe it sounds almost promising to me that 200 yeah. people showed up. Yeah. And the cops cowardly. Absolutely. Waited until people left. To that do seems the to be the report. Um, e- it, it seems that they were they were told they were told by the police that they were going to show up at like nine like nine p.m. that night. Yeah. Um, and then they so people showed up in solidarity and they didn't show up because yeah. um, the police are all fucking cowards. They're all cowards. They can't face four individuals by themselves without being armed to the t without protective gear. Because they are fucking cowards. Because they know what they're doing is wrong. Over they, again, like, they, every day. They know when they present themselves yeah. to this crowd of people that the crowd of people like have a beef with them for good yeah. reason. Um, and it seems like, hey, you know, I don't fault the people for leaving that night. People no, have no, fucking jobs. Yeah. People have families. They need to sleep, etc. What I take away from this is we just need more people, more people yep. to to go. We need, <laughs> more, we need shifts. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I take away from this. And then let them try and break up a crowd of two hundred people who are there constantly, or a thousand yeah. people who are there constantly. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's get into like uh, a couple weird, uh, awful comments. <laughs> An account called Baked Loaded Plates who decided to comment on this from their, like, entrepreneurial Facebook page. Yeah. Um, this is uh, a woman of color. She says, I work with GoFundMe, or no, sorry. I wonder with GoFundMe at 30000 are they able to get those tiny homes built or container homes? Uh, I hate this comment so goddamn much. It's awful. So uh, <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> Um, there is a GoFundMe for these women, for mm-hmm. for uh, moms for housing, which we will post in the show notes uh, of this episode. I highly encourage you to give whatever you can, a dollar, two dollars to this GoFundMe. Uh, it would be great. Helps with um, the uh, court costs of yeah. the of the women who are arrested. Uh, it would it will help with this movement in general. The GoFundMe is like at thirty or forty thousand, which is incredible. Baked loaded plate says, "Hey, with that thirty thousand, you can uh, you can afford to buy like um, a junior home. You can afford to buy like uh, a little place to live, right?" It, it's the whole joke about tiny homes. I'll tell you this much: tiny homes are only lived in with people that can afford way more than that. Tiny homes are only only people with privilege can live in tiny homes. Yeah. Uh, and like they're they're they are the thing is they are cool like they have their place whatever whatever but they are not an option, they're not an option unless it's the choice you're making. If that's a, if you if you if you you looked at you looked at a you know four bedroom townhome and you said you know what, I'd much rather have two storage containers. <laughs> like fuck a tiny home and like this is this is the delusion of people with money, mm-hmm. um, and how money works. If I can tell you how many fucking people have told me in my situation, well, just buy the house. 
You know, it's cheaper they, in the long run if you buy a yeah, house. They, no, just buy the house I'm living in. <laughs> just buy the house that I'm living in that's for sale. Yeah. yeah. This house is for sale for... It, it, it's on the market right now for $409,000. Yeah, cool, man. They, they told me, just, just buy the house, and I laughed. And they said, no, it's just go get a mortgage. Um. And it's just like what the payment the fuck? for that house, the payment for the I'm I'm I haven't looked at houses in about a year, but the payment for that four hundred nine thousand dollar house, uh, the mortgage for that per month is going to be about two thousand dollars. Yeah, and that's for yeah. this the sixty year mortgage, and and that's with a huge down down payment. Yeah, unless I can absurd. get a VA loan, which by the absolutely way has absolutely absurd. A VA loan has zero down, zero interest. Um, and I only know that because uh, someone with a VA loan just backed out of the home purchase. Um, but it's just like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I, I wanted to like fight this person because it's just like, <laughs> do you know how insulting? We had just talked about my whole situation. Yeah, I just lost my job in September, blah, 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 blah. They're selling my house. Oh, why don't you just buy it? What the fuck world do you live in? Yeah. What are you talking about? Are you insane? This, are you an insane this person? Same, this same person. Um, also told me that we're uh, also told me like uh what's that smell and i was like i think it's my lotion and and uh she was like oh i don't like that and it was cocoa butter um so that's one of the most normal delicious smells in the world (laughs) yeah yeah also it's like oh cool so we're not gonna work out Um, (laughs) (laughs) i choose the cocoa butter FYI, I, I, I also have no choice. I gotta choose the cocoa butter. Like your boy's ashy as fuck. Like, I got, I gotta choose the cocoa butter. Yeah, this person doesn't sound tethered to reality. Um, okay, so baked loaded plates. Yeah, why don't they just buy a, a tiny home for for yeah. tiny things? Yeah. You know, they're tiny. They're they're uh, financially tiny. Why don't they buy a tiny home? Um, and then she, she replied later on down the thread, people were like, uh, no, the moms are like working toward a movement. Like they're not trying to just get housing for themselves. They are actually trying to like change policy. What a concept. Change the economy. They're not going to take this money and just buy themselves like living. They're like sacrificing their stability for a larger movement. Could you imagine doing something for something that's bigger than yourself? Could you imagine that? Um, I I am looking at it and I am uh, in awe of it. But other people don't even like it doesn't even register with Not even a little bit. Yeah. So she said, baked loaded plates, responds later. All I know is my dad owns 10 houses in the neighborhood fuck, and two fuck. are empty. I wish someone would move into one and call it theirs. Trust me, I understand both sides of the story, but where we're, f- where we're from, things would, ha- would have ended differently if someone took over our property. End of story. Which part of me wants her to like, okay, cool, can you list the addresses? The other part the other part makes me think that um her dad's gonna go murder you personally. Um, I asked baked loaded plates, why does your dad own ten houses? <laughs> and she never responded. And, and Tony to me. can't even buy one. Hey, why does your dad do that? Why does your dad why does your dad do that? And 
I'm, I don't think she'll ever respond to me. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's insane. Why don't why don't these people settle for a a um one of those like shipping containers? Why don't these people go live in a shipping container? I mean, my yeah. dad owns ten homes, um, and two of them are empty. I saw empty. a documentary. I saw a documentary on the most charming treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> this baked, loaded plates Facebook page is for a business that doesn't even exist yet. Oh, I, 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 I respect that. There's a couple websites out there that exist that um. That I own, that um, you know, because I I pay a dollar ninety nine a year for them. Yeah. Um, that that there will be something one day, but I'm not active on their Facebook. I feel page, like if your dad shit. was a fucking real estate magnet <laughs> in your neighborhood, <laughs> that you might be able to do something with those websites. I got a hunch that they'd be pretty cool. <laughs> listen, listen. All I know is my dad owns 10 homes in this neighborhood, and I just wish there were there's two that he just can't rent out, and I wish that people would move into them and call them you know, theirs. I'm looking at bake-loaded <clears throat> bake loaded plates, and maybe her dad could be our dad. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I can slide in those DMs, and maybe we can uh, be little entrepreneurs together. This is just like insane like i listen i understand it from both sides because my dad owns 10 homes what (laughs) that's one side that sounds like one side to me listen i know it's like not to have a home because uh my dad has 10 of them and let me tell you the grass is always greener (laughs) Um, he is gone a lot also the idea trust me i wish someone would move into one and call it theirs you are saying god i wish someone would move into this house and pay my dad money to call it theirs yeah (laughs) i i I really i'm god i wish you could i wish people would do themselves a favor and and make my dad a profit (laughs) i I really want to know what bake loaded plates pays for living like I really want to know what their real estate what what their home housing situation is they live in house number nine yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what it is. Yeah, the, the thing is, her her dad actually owns uh, twelve homes. Uh, she just didn't list the one he lives in and the one she lives in. Uh, that's that's she owns it now. I mean, she peed all over it. Okay, let's <laughs> let's get to the last comment here. Uh, we had a second topic. Uh, obviously, this episode went on too long. Um, so. Gonna get to the last comment. Just the most awful fucking comment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon Davis says, "How are they heroes? They're stealing property another has bought. You can't reclaim something you've never owned." Wedgwood should. So it's Wedgwood. It's not Westwood. Wedgwood is the name of the real estate company. Wedgwood should just send in private sector security with a shoot on site order. Fuck. <clears throat> so just just to be clear, um, that is Wedgwood. Um, so if you want to send them any packages, it's Wedgwood. Yeah. Not Westwood. Wedgwood is where we send the packages. The support packages. Um, so this is somebody uh, who's fuck. like, uh, no, property is worth more than human life. Property Facts. is more important than human life. They should, I wish it wasn't true. They should just... Wedgwood, since they own this property, they should send 
a team of private security, private mercenary, I mean, the cops, am I right, to go in there and kill anybody who's touching that property. It's not being used for another purpose other than artificially inflating the price of said property. Um, And then I was like, okay, this person is like a monster. This person is like absolutely despicable. I wonder... Uh, is that an option? Can can uh, private security sector have a shoot on site order? I don't think that's. I don't think that's legal, like at all. <clears throat> I think that's still, like the only way that you can have like a private, uh, like a private security company shoot on site is if you're Saudi Arabia and you're buying troops from America. <laughs> I think. Um... You could have anybody occupying this house legally. So, like a private security company that you've paid to occupy this house. And if somebody, tr- quote, trespasses on the house and they kill uh, that person, might be legal. As long as the, as long as the sign is up there. As, lo- as long as that the killer was authorized to be in the house. Yeah. I mean, oh, you I don't, don't even need that. I think you just need like a, um, what is it? Like a stand, the, the, what is that fucking. Um, stand and defend, defend. Stand your ground. It's stand I, your ground. I don't. As long as you have a stand your ground like law, I think you're probably good. No, it's it's beyond stand your ground. Stand your ground law is like if somebody starts a fight with me in the open, I can just kill them. That's what stand your ground means. You have no reasonable uh, responsibility to de-escalate. But that just means that you wear a body cam and say, "Don't start a fight with me," and then you shoot them. Even in California, I think you can shoot trespassers. Yeah, I'm not 100, percent but I think even I've in seen liberal the California, you can shoot trespassers, and so you would just have your private. I don't know if you could ha- call like your private security police force to descend on the home and kill an intruder. Maybe does Brinks security do that? I would not be surprised. <laughs> anyway, no, not at all. So Brandon Davis loves just killing, and I and I. I wonder how much this is like attributed to the fact that these are women of color. This is Oakland. This is like Easily, what Trump yeah. would call a shithole city or a rat infested city. I wonder how much well, of that is attributed to that. Um, but then I go to Brandon Davis's profile and his description on Facebook says, Ann Caper, which I think means Ann and capper and capper yeah and capitalist anarcho-capitalist voluntarist non-aggression principle poet really really sure about that anything else you want to know just ask um so he (laughs) operates on the non-aggression principle which is an anarcho-capitalist principle which says you know you don't engage in uh aggression or violence against somebody who hasn't engaged with you with violence but hey if somebody is on your empty property that counts as violence and they will be met with murder and if you want to know what brandon davis looks like um just google the words um pecker word court date like pecker wood court date and it's <laughs> exactly what brandon davis looks like is um a peckerwood going to court he's a peckerwood going to court and it looks like he got one of his eyes blacked the night before yeah to or he has pink eye like, I think it's one of the two he has pink eye or got punched in the eye the night before either way one's definitely closed 
Uh, there's like a there's like an open car door behind him, which is a weird thing for a picture. Yeah, this dude is like he's definitely going. <laughs> he's he's definitely going to court because like uh, I don't know his his girlfriend finally pressed charges against him. Yeah, he looks like an extra in American History X. Like <laughs> yeah, there's there's no surprises with Brandon. Um, there was another comment, uh, I don't see it in here, but it's another comment I got from Brandon. Oh, fuck. And let me find it here, because it's important. Um, do you want to talk about just, like, the general atmosphere of this? Because it's like, there were liberals in the in yeah. these comments who were like, you know, it's, I don't care if these women are homeless, they didn't do things the right way. Yeah, or we like, often, I feel for these women, but they didn't do things the right way, and this is illegal. Yeah, we often like don't like feature certain comments because it's the general temperature of the comment section, and we just talk about it. And like that's what happened. Is it was like it was things like, oh, you know, I think that everyone should have a home, but you can't just steal it. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it was the whole thing was, um, well, this wouldn't happen if they would have gone through the right channels. Uh, they wouldn't be there if they would have just got a better job. They wouldn't be there if they would have just made more money. They wouldn't be there if they would have just, you know, applied, uh, you know, applied for the right housing assistance. And all of it was just wrong. It was just yeah. inaccurate. And they were totally missing the point of the fact that this was on purpose. This was a statement. This was um, a <clears throat> protest. This was an action. Because that concept is completely lost on these people. It goes back to, like, the first comment. One of the first comments we had from tonight of, um, this isn't right. Like, these yeah. women resorted to this in front of their children or whatever and shame on them. And it's like, there are liberals who will acknowledge that there's a homelessness crisis that will acknowledge that for-profit housing is is wrong. Th yeah. That something needs to be done. However, this is not what needs to be done because these women broke the law. And it was really reminiscent of the of the rhetoric we hear around um, immigration. Yeah. Where it's like, no, I I want you to come here, but I want you to do it right, and they're totally missing the point. They don't understand uh, the what what really goes on around or the finer points of these issues. Um, they're just like, well, how come you didn't do it correctly? Well, and uh, it's, it gets to the idea of like direct action. It gets to the idea of not only like why didn't you do it correctly? Because I think like liberals would argue for amnesty. Liberals would argue for the people who, quote, didn't do it correctly to still be forgiven for not doing it correctly. Yeah. But they will not argue for something like blocking the street in front of a detention facility. They will yeah. They will think, well, that's not the way to do it. That's They yeah. will say, you need to change the law before you can actually prevent people from having harm come to them. Well, well what that's it is, is the that big at this difference. point... At this point, the thing is that the action is so effective that it might actually affect them. Um, I hope it's so. why they get yeah. it's why they get mad when oh, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. You know, 
it's why they get mad when we, you know, shut down major roadways yeah. uh, to make a point because like, oh, well, I might be late to work. Um, they're mad because they're really thinking to themselves like, oh, well, what if I wanted that house? I can afford it. I've worked. I've worked hard. I've, I've done this. Why, I would go oh, a step further it, and you know? say, what if I was trying to rent out my house? Yeah. I have a second house. What if I was trying to rent out my first house? Yep. Yeah. 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 Why, why, yeah. Do, why, why don't you come pay for this one? No. Yeah. And yeah, <clears throat> but I think there's also just something in the, in the, in the nature of the liberal or in the mind of the liberal. That's like, you have to follow the rules. You have to change the rules. Uh, if you want to change like the reality First, you have to change the rules. You have to change the abstract limitations on reality before you change the actual reality. And people like Moms for Housing, people like uh, you know activists are just changing reality. They're just working to actually change reality. And liberals are mad because they're not following the rules or they look like you know raucous. They 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 mm -hmm. look rude or something. And that's just something that I do, I can't understand. Like maybe when I was a kid and a liberal and I was like, no, you have to do things a certain way. Like I, it's really hard for me to get in the mindset of somebody who looks at four homeless women with families. Never mind yeah. like the, the broader homelessness crisis, but looks at four homeless women with children and is like, listen, I feel for you. Listen, everybody needs a place to live. But this wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. I don't understand that. These are homeless women with children that they need to protect and care for. And there's an empty fucking house right there. And these yeah. women are like, I'm going to go be in that house because nobody else yeah. is in that house. I'm yeah. not displacing anybody. I'm not kicking anybody out. I'm not stealing anybody's actual material situation. I'm, st I'm quote, stealing some numbers on a piece of paper for fucking Wedgwood, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Fuck them. And not only that, there, there's four families in this house now. This house, th this structure is now supporting four families. Like, it's not, it's not like it's just somebody trying to live lavishly. How did people raised on a movie like Fight Club, where the climax of that movie is they blow up the credit card towers that hold everybody's debt? How Dude, are not, people not, raised on that movie upset about homeless women occupying empty houses? It's even more simple than that. How are people that were raised in the movie Little Rascals, mm. where they, they definitely were were occupying like a structure that was not theirs, but they like but they found it and they like occupied and they made it theirs? Or like people who grew up on stories like um, you know, uh I, I don't know, like boxcar children, like these things that we all romanticize for so long, but then it becomes a reality. Um, I mean, how many? Well, the problem with Little Rascals where... is they made Donald Trump look too cool when he was on that '90s cell phone with his son. I will say one of the greatest moments in uh, film ever uh, is the moment when the kid goes, "Hey, look, your mom's here," and they respond with, "Whoopee," and their mom is Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> just fucking genius i i love that moment i love that moment so much uh, but yeah like it's like all these things that we've grown up with where it's like 
that is the whole thing and that 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 really is um that really is carpe diem that really is seizing it that it really is like owning it and making it yours and and um taking control but for some reason because it is a poor person a black person a black woman it is not taken seriously it is seen as a crime and it is seen as something that needs to be like taken very seriously and direct action with uh brutal force is necessary uh one of the one of the things that um that comment that wasn't in here was the same dude that fucking and cap motherfucker uh brandon davis responding to somebody who said like yeah european colonizers stole property and land from from uh oh, I, fuck, the entire yeah. <laughs> the entire this indigenous population of north yep. america and brandon's response was natives didn't believe in ownership of land can't take what wasn't believed to be property try again fuck um, you so just any backflip to justify uh the the white european colonialization coloni colonization sorry hey i've been drinking a bit of hot toddies tonight <laughs> any backflip any sort of do you really think that what the europeans did to native americans was non-aggression no you don't yeah. you're just a fucking racist you're just a fucking fascist dude <laughs> yeah yeah, fuck, fuck you. Like that. I, I once you start talking, about, I remember that comment and like the visceral reaction I had when I read that. It's just so like, fuck off. You know, you know what you did do mm -hmm. is you you did. Um, if if they really if if you really believe that indigenous people did not believe in ownership of land, then what you did do is you did impose your belief system on them. Yeah, which is um is as bad or worse than than just taking property no, you also like um, killed and, them point blank rain uh, uh, killed yeah. them period like put hits out on their entire race of people and you told them that what they think and believe doesn't matter also and we're gonna go ahead and run up on, up on that violated plenty of treaties every single treaty mm -hmm. every single contract <laughs> like it's insane that we're even t treating this in good faith um but yeah, this is what the the sort of like an anarcho capitalist or the libertarian mindset is is like, no, all of you are not allowed to get together and rise up against us. That goes against the principle. Yep. However, we the the extreme minority are allowed to use our inordinate wealth and <laughs> our our capital to kill you if you try. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more of, there's more of us than them there's way more of us than them it, 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 to, to put this in perspective too is like look at how um, look at how this is being seen and how this is being perceived by most of America and look at how uh, the, the was it the Bundy Ranch yeah like look at how that was seen mm -hmm. those people were touted as heroes well they had snipers but the, ex exactly exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, all and right. There, and there's a reason why America snuffed out the the, the Panthers because they're fucking terrified of us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, on on that note, <laughs> on that note, hey, uh, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, hey, uh, next week, 
um, we might be able to record a main feed episode. If we are not able to do that, we might release a Patreon episode uh, for free. We might, you know, unlock one of these Patreon episodes. Hey, don't, please don't hold it against us. We're 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 doing it. We're doing the best we can here under these circumstances. Um. Also, uh, on the twenty fifth, um, I will be doing a live stream with the Southpaw Podcast, the sports podcast. We will be uh, watching the NHL All-Stars Skills Competition. Fuck yeah. Um, we will probably be getting uh, intoxicated and having a good time while um, watching and talking shit on hockey, um, which is my favorite sport. Um, so you'll get to, yeah, watch this space for that. I will post links and all that stuff. But that's on the 25th, um, Saturday. January the NHL, 25th. Yeah, the NHL All-Stars uh, Skills Competition, which is always a good time. Um, and I think that our live commentary will be even more fun. Wow. So uh, check that out. This is the first I'm hearing about this. This is on YouTube or, or what? Facebook? Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be on Twitch. Okay. Um, and I think it's also going to be on Facebook. Twitch is tight. Uh, I recently but I'll, I'll post listened links, to debate coverage uh, on Twitch while I was still working. Um, and it was just the amount of like anger that I needed to get me through the, nice. the rest of that uh, work night. Um, yeah, so I be on the lookout for that. That's really cool. I'm, I'm stoked that you're doing that. Uh, yeah, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, we recently got 311 patrons, 311 patrons, which is just yeah. extremely fucking chill. I can't, I can't express it's, how chill that is. We might have to, um, come with some original content. Yeah, no, I think so. I really think so. Um, just this show has been, sometimes it's been, uh, you know, a, like a love song. Sometimes it's been a beautiful disaster. Uh, I would just, we really su- appreciate the support from, uh, from you, the listener. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Peace. Bye.